You're listening to Comedy Central. Please welcome Jake Tapper. Welcome to the show, Jake Tapper. Thank Tappa. you, sir. It's nice to be here. The face of fake news. How do, how you, does... That bothers you because you're the face of fake news. You know what? I, I, I'm I bothered understand. by it because you're muscling in on my turf. I know. I'm sorry. I don't appreciate that. But, but uh, on the real, though, what are you going through right now? Because it is not very often that, as journalists, as a media organization, you get to be the face, or as Donald Trump calls it, the enemy of the people. How does that feel right now? Well, f calling us the enemy of the people is just nuts. I mean, we're, we're the media. We're the fourth estate. We have a tradition of uh, being one of the watchdogs over people in power. Yeah. Um, I think he is hostile to any check or balance. We see that most with the media. Um, but he has expressed the same basic feeling towards the judicial branch when they try to uh, hem him in on the on the travel ban when uh, on the legislative branch when whenever a senator says something that he doesn't like he's expressed or the White House has expressed concern about it so I mean I think that's really what's going on what's interesting about the term fake news is as you know this is a real thing there are sometimes fed by the Russians or other governments lies stories yeah. that are just not true about a pizzeria in Washington where they torture children and it's all tied to the Clintons. I mean, just nonsense, crazy stuff. That's fake news. The president and the White House have used the term to apply to stories they don't like. The president actually said at one point, any negative poll is fake. Which is he right. He said that. He's <laughs> right. <laughs> I agree with that. And in fact, today... Uh, you saw, you, you uh, ran the, the CBS poll. Yep. CNN has a similar poll. Uh, a, a majority of people who watch the speech like the speech. Yes. 58% in our poll. Uh, and the White House press secretary put out the CNN poll. Well, you, here's the, here's the Not question. Not fake, here's, because it's positive. Here's the question I have, though, and, and this, this is interesting. Going back to CNN, you are a journalist. You know, you are a news anchor. I don't understand how so many people was so quick to say, this is a pivot to presidential. I genuinely do not understand that. How do you see that? And how do you fall for the same tra trap so many times? Well, I didn't say that last night. Um, <laughs> no, I, I know you didn't. I'm saying it's like your peers. It was, um, as you note in, in, uh, in the show today, uh, it was a fine speech yeah. and a decent performance. Um, the policies and uh, the, the positions that he holds are as, if not more important, I think. Um, and the fact is that some of the things he has said and done have been completely contrary to the ideals and aspirations that he voiced in the speech. Mm -hmm. I mean, he, he um, for instance, he condemned wholeheartedly, passionately, uh, in, in eloquently, the hate crimes. Yeah. That's how he started the speech. It was really nice. It was a little late in coming. <laughs> it was literally a year ago yesterday that I interviewed him and tried to get him to uh, distance himself yes. from the Ku Klux Klan and David Duke. Yes, and I, I think I remember that, and he was like, I don't, I, don't even, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. You're asking me to condemn groups I don't know about them. Yes. I don't know who they are. And it was like, it's a KKK. And I was just like, it's a David Duke. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. There are many K's in my world. I don't know, Jake. I don't know. 
So my only point is like, that would have been a good moment for him to condemn, we condemn hate and evil and any sort. I mean, it's, it's really honestly the easiest question in politics is, will you condemn the Ku Klux Klan? Yes. <laughs> can it's ask, not can a tough I, one. Can I ask you an honest question? How do you not laugh sometimes? You know, one of my favorite lines Donald Trump said to you ever was, Jake, 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 we're gonna build a wall. Jake. And you were like, how are you gonna, and he's like, we're gonna build it, Jake, Jake. Jake, and then he made you look like the crazy person. Like, he was, he was like, hey, what part of Build a World don't you understand? <laughs> How do you, like, your face is completely straight in those moments. How, Jake? How are you keeping... And, and, and on a larger note, how are you keeping a straight face as the media? How do you not get angry? How do you not... Like, do you, do you have to work to compose yourself and go, we are the fourth estate, we are the news, I'm trying to remain impartial and truthful? Well... First of all, on the face thing, a lot of Botox. So, um, <laughs> um, I can't. Um, the truth of the matter is uh, that it's not partisan to want facts and the truth. And it's not partisan to expect decency from people and especially our leaders. And it's weird when I feel like I take a stand in any small way in favor of just like, can we just tell the truth about such and such? Or it's not acceptable to make fun of disabled people. Mm -hmm. It's just not. I mean, um, and it's weird to me when anyone construes that as partisan because I have the same expectations of behavior for everybody. I don't care what party they belong to. Well, more especially the commander-in-chief. Do, yeah. do you ever get to the place where you go, maybe the media is operating in a space where they're not acknowledging what has now changed? Because I watch news anchors sometimes breeze through the information. You know, that like people, the phrasing people will use is they'll go, Donald Trump said this, but the evidence suggests the opposite. Right. Which means he lied. Like, why do, why do news anchors not say that? Like, are, are we living in a world where the news almost hasn't adapted to deal with the, the, the situation the way it is right now? Well, I have been trying to do fact checks for years and years and years on President Obama, on Hillary Clinton, on candidate Trump and President Trump. Um, this is a different world of it because it started with, I think, um, the day that he accused Ted Cruz's, Ted Cruz's father of somehow being connected to the Kennedy assassination. Yes, because um, he, was, he was in the picture. I saw him. And <laughs> you saw it too. <laughs> I saw it. You were there. I was there, Jake. It was in Soweto. <laughs> um, so. I remember I came out that day and I just like did a fact check on yeah. it. And by the way, I was defending Ted Cruz. So this wasn't like some liberal position. It's just like, you know, Ted Cruz's dad was not associated with the Kennedy assassination. Yes. That, that makes me liberal for having that position is I don't even know what world we're in. Um, but I, I, I think that you're right in the sense that, well, first of all, there isn't enough calling out of these things that, and there needs to be. But second of all, I do think sometimes people in the media actually, maybe because of the deficit here in sort of the facts, the facts and the fact checking, 
sometimes on Twitter or whatever, they go the opposite direction and they're hysterical because... Oh, interesting. You know, and, and I think, you know, we need to have a happy medium where we are calling out things that are not true, covering things that, like for instance, the stock market rally today, it probably had a lot to do with his speech last night yes. and things that investors were happy to hear. That's fine to report. You don't have to be afraid to report something positive about Trump. Mm -hmm. I'm not talking to you, but, uh, you know, because it's positive to him. Oh, I'm not afraid. It was a great speech. <laughs> you love the speech. The speech was good. You want the speech to be president. I think it was a good speech. <laughs> I would vote for that speech for president. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I'd vote for that speech. Um, but so I, I do think the media, I think we're all still kind of trying to find our sea legs here. I do think that you're right, though, that there, there needs to be an ad adaptation to this reality where, look, maybe last night was it. And, and he's, when he said towards the end of the speech, it's time to put small fights aside. Yes. It's, try, it's time to put trivial matters aside. While pointing at the Democrats, but whatever. <laughs> but, but, I mean. but you're allowed to have partisan fights. Maybe that was it. I mean, yeah. maybe we're not going to see any more 3 a.m. tweets against Meryl Streep. I mean, that's possible. <laughs> It's possible, and if that happens, God bless, because I really would like to focus on policy and, and uh, the changes he's proposing, because some of them are quite dramatic. Talking about focusing, then, if you, if you, before I let you go, if you, um, if you are in this position as CNN, he said, okay, Donald Trump said, we're going to put these little fights behind us. But then immediately after the speech, Mike Pence went onto all the news stations to comment, and then nobody it's, came to CNN. Yeah. So clearly the you fight noticed. is not... Oh, I noticed. <laughs> I noticed. I was like, where's yes. Pence? And he wasn't on your shows. And, 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 and so I then go, even if, the fight, even if the fight isn't over, as journalists, as CNN, can you still do your job without access to the presidency? Do you, do you need the president to say, come into my house and let me tell you what I'm doing? Let me tell you something. The idea that we need to have them come on our shows and that we should ta calibrate our coverage, that's, that's uh, a buy from a bygone era. Yes. CNN is kicking ass. CNN is... <laughs> we are covering... We are covering him fairly and aggressively. We are breaking stories about the investigations into him and his campaign. We don't need access to them. If they don't want to come on our show, they are giving up airtime and, and an audience that... Uh, that wants to hear from them, but that's on them. Um, ultimately, President Obama, who declared war on Fox, ultimately he caved and realized, I need to talk to some of those people, and he would do interviews with O'Reilly or yeah. Chris Wallace or whomever. Ultimately, uh, the leaders ultimately generally realized they need to come to us. We don't need them to come. They're passing it up. They're passing up that opportunity. But you're right. To say that the, uh, the, area, of, uh, the era of trivial matters is over, but we're still going to boycott CNN. I mean, that's... Um, <laughs> no one said it in a Mr. Magoo voice. That's not you fair. Could have, you could have said anonymous sources told me, we're going to boycott CNN. That was, you could have said that. That was a Mr. Magoo voice. But I'm just saying, like, I was trying to be... It was a petulance. It was a... It was an See, a, it's fun. You can do this. You should come and do this here. No. <laughs> I will never be allowed to do the show again after my petulance voice. But my point is, you can't, you can't do it. Put the trivial matters yes. aside. Let's be grown-ups. Let's cover the changes you want to bring to the country. Absolutely. That's what I want to do. I agree with them. And thank you so thank much. Thank you so much. Thank you for being on the show. You can watch the lead with Jake Tapper weekdays at 4 p.m. and State of the Union on Sundays at 9 a.m. and noon on CNN. Jake Tapper, everybody. The Daily Show with Trevor Noah, Ears Edition. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central and the Comedy Central app. Watch full episodes and videos at thedailyshow.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And subscribe to The Daily Show on YouTube for exclusive content and more. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.